Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I am your host, Vince Parker, and today I have another amazing youth pastor joining us. Jesse, how you doing? I'm good, Vince. I'm good. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great. So good to be here with you in person. Jesse, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm the youth pastor at our Katusa location. Um, and my wife, Sarah, and I, we moved down here with our three kids, uh, Mason, Maisie, and Millie from the state of Minnesota. So Minnesota, yeah, most people, it's like 41 below, 41 below and 110 above. So uh, it's very moody. The weather's moody in Minnesota. So that's that's slightly different than Tulsa, Oklahoma, where you're at, right? Slightly different, slightly different. People usually can't tell until I say Minnesota or bag, like a like a bag. Like, Did you say bag? bag or big? Like, where's my bag? Like, hey, where's my bag? I need like to go. Like a bag, like a backpack like, like bag? A, yes, like I'm loading groceries. Like, I need to fill up a bag. Like, my computer Did goes in my say, bag. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, folks. Maybe I know I might have an accent. I don't know. But I think he's saying bag. Like, please. No, B-A-G, bag. Okay, yeah, you're bag. from Minnesota. That's cool. <laughs> Nothing but love. We've got great friends up in Minnesota. Yes. Well, very good. Well, great to have you here with us uh, today. So excited. And I love what God's doing through you and your leadership at Life Church Katusa up there with my good boy, Rob Beckley. Uh, but today we are going to talk about Gen Z. Now, why are we talking about Gen Z? Why does this matter? I believe that in order to serve and care and love for people, that when you begin to have a better understanding of who they are, man, it makes it so much easier easier and it makes your understanding go so much further. And so we're going to talk about Gen Z and the things we say today, Jesse, is it safe to say that, man, for the most part, man, this is going to apply to a lot of people, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it applies to each and every single student that comes to the doors of Switch, correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So Jesse, why don't you go ahead and kind of give us and talk a little bit about Gen Z, maybe give us a working definition and go from there. Yeah, so Vince, I think for us and for switch leaders, whether you serve on ops or you lead a life group or you're, or you're serving snacks from behind hospitality, what's important for us to know is Gen Z are the students that we're leading and the students that we're serving. So there is an actual like age range for them being born in from 1995 to 2013. But what's most important is to know that these are the students that are walking through our doors on Wednesday nights, the students that uh, are going to our schools. And if, and if we have children, they're the students that, and kids that we're raising. Okay. That's, that's, that's very true. So give us some uh, characteristics or some things that Gen Z values. Yeah. So for Generation Z, they value a lot of things. And when it comes to those in the in the U.S., the ones that we do, that there's a couple of things that they put at the highest of their list. The first thing is good grades. They say, I want to get good grades. And that makes sense for most students. The second thing is uh, financial gain and their financial needs. That's something that they put at the top of their list. And then the last thing would just be time with their family, which I think is super significant because in years past, teens and students and those growing up would say the most important thing to me is my family. It's my parents. But because of the way that they're being raised and how they're brought up, the, what they're placing the most value on is that financial gain and it's those friendships. It's those things that maybe look a little bit different from the generation right under them and maybe even how their parents valued when they were teenagers. 
And so these are some of the things that we hear that lead to Gen Z having one of the highest anxiety rates, one of the highest anxious rates of anything out there. As I'm thinking about the future and grades and the responsibility of things they have, including them seeing uh, social media posts of their friends doing so well or doing so good, or the posts that probably took 15 picks to take with a few editing to make them feel like they're great and, and, and they're special. And so that's very cool. That's an interesting, good things to know. So what are the things that motivate Gen Z? Yeah, unsurprisingly, the things that motivate Gen Z is kind of those things. It's success, like, um, but it's also uh, relationships. And like we hit on just a minute ago, it's not those relationships that come out of the family dynamic, but the friendships that they that they uh, have, where they place their value more on what their friends would say about them, what they would see from their friends, what they would hear from their friends, than they would ever uh, hear from someone else. The other thing is just being noticed. Like that's why our students, like whether uh, they're kids, like I have a six-year-old son, and I thought it was so funny not that long ago that he literally asked me, hey, dad, I want to have a YouTube channel. And my question, of course, is, Mason, why do you want to have a YouTube channel? And his answer was because I want everyone to see my videos. Man, even at the age of six, he wants to be seen. He wants to be noticed. And for our students, that's what they want. They want to be noticed when they walk through the doors at our switch, through their social media. In any way, they want to be those who are noticed. They say Gen Z is a generation of publishers, and I think social media has a lot uh, to do with that, that they're constantly not just taking in their information, but they actually want to be putting out information. I think uh, that shows itself every Wednesday night uh, at Switch. You might be sitting there as a leader, uh, whether you are on Switch host team or Switch group leader, and you see a student who has their phone out, and you're thinking to yourself, they need to put their phone away. I need to help them put their phone away, but they're actually just taking a picture of their youth pastor because something they heard in a message uh, prompts them to want to take a picture, say a quote, and put it out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, more than anything, uh, it's one of the biggest honors, even just as a youth pastor or youth leader, to be able to go look on social media and see the students who are posting their youth pastor or their youth leader, because we know from that, it shows that they're valuing what they're hearing, they're valuing the relationship that they have with you. And, so that's, that's slightly different than if you go back uh, maybe eight years when yeah. the cell phones first became big and they started growing and everyone began to have one where if a student maybe had their phone out, they might have been goofing off. But nowadays, I'm not saying they're not goofing off, but more than likely they're publishing some information, texting a friend like, oh my goodness, I just heard that because sharing information in the moment is what Gen Z is known for, not waiting till later that night. Yep. Vince, it's, isn't it crazy to think, like, for us and for the generation that we grew up in, if we wanted to search out something, if we wanted to share something with a friend, we'd have had to wait till we get home and make a call or till I see them in school. But for Gen Z, they're able to have access to uh, community. They're able to have access to anyone that they want in a moment's notice by something that they can hold in their hands. So for us to tell them to get off their phone, and we're basically telling them to not be who they are and be publishers and be creators and to be creative in the moment. So that's kind of like, that's a, that's a tension because you do want them to pay attention. And it's not that we would ever say or tell a leader, don't tell your students to be on your phone because we think and believe that's important. There's a moment, but we need to understand the difference and pay more attention to those who are in the moment publishing what's going on yep. versus those who are just playing 
Fortnite right. on their phone, would yeah. you say? Yeah, absolutely. I think a question would be rather, hey, get off your phone, instead of saying that, like, hey, hey, what are you doing right now? Well, I'm just posting this quote from the message. Okay, that's cool. Or I'm taking notes right now. Or, hey, I'm texting my best friend who isn't here, because I'm saying they should have been here for what's happening tonight. That's way different than saying, oh, I'm just playing Fortnite because I want to get a Z, uh, you know, first place at Battle Royale. Trying to get that latest skin, you know, that mm-hmm. Fortnite skins. Those mm-hmm. seem to be all important. All important. Here's another thing about when students have their phone out. Um, they might actually be Googling what they just heard you say as a small group leader or what they just heard their pastor say from stage. Because, well, where does Gen Z look for direction? Yeah. So anywhere they want. Anywhere they want. And uh, I think what's so interesting is that students aren't just being influenced by the friends that they go to school with or those that they have immediate relationship, but they literally can find an expert on anything in a moment's notice uh, through Googling, through YouTube. YouTube is the most uh, used app of any app in the App Store. And why? It's because Gen Gen Z, they can find anything they want in a moment, and they're going to place value on that, just as much value as they place on the relationship that you have. But here's the other thing about Gen Z. They're super loyal. So if you have a relationship with them, if you've been, if you've built that relationship with them, they're going to look for direction from you as well. So that's super important to them, too. So it's key to build a relationship with them because you talked about earlier how they value relationships. And so if you want them to turn to you first to ask a question before Google, it's going to take some time to build up that relationship. I like that. That's, that's good stuff. So tell us, how does Gen Z spend their time, Jesse? Man, Gen Z spends their time online. They spend every, uh, 45% of Gen Z say that they are online almost constantly. And while they're online, um, for them is visual media. Research shows that Gen Z's favorite social media apps are Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. That's what they're doing. Uh, Gen Z Z spends more time on mobile devices, an average of 11 hours per week, and streams more content, average of 23 hours of video, than any other generation. That's almost a full day every week spent on taking in content from their phone. And I think it feels like that grows more actively on a daily basis. I know with my own daughter, she's uh, 17, I see her with the earbud in all the time, Mm -hmm. uh, walking around and actually listening or taking in some kind of YouTube content. But while she's either watching TV with me or sending a message during church, and she can clearly articulate both just because that's how she's wired and that's what this generation is used to. So how does that apply to us as leaders? How can we, what is knowing this information? How does this help us out uh, when we're dealing and working with students? So what we never want to do is make an excuse for a student. We don't want to excuse something that maybe is getting in the way of what God is trying to do in their life through switch or through anything. But what it does help us is when we can understand that how they learn and how they process, it can help us as leaders to better help them to grow in uh, through their the ways that they know how to develop and grow and process. So it's super important not for us just to uh, see the problems, but to see the root issues and the root causes. And with that, with having that information, we're able to help lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And one of the ways we can do that is by asking questions, right? Mm -hmm. So not just assuming that the things that we're telling about Gen Z is true about each and every student. Again, these are uh, general characteristics of this generation because we know there are students out there who don't even have a phone. Their parents 
don't allow them to have one. Uh, but we also know that if we don't ask students the questions, then we're missing out on opportunities. But more importantly, we need to allow students to be able to publish, to speak, to answer questions yep. that they're being asked. Yep, absolutely. If we're not, if we're just sitting there telling students how they should think, um, they're going to go find a place where they can think on their own, where they can publish on their own. And just as we've said, it's going to be through technology. It's going to be somebody who has built a relationship with them. So knowing that it's okay to maybe say when you're sitting with a student, I don't know but you're willing to search out that answer, ask someone else and to figure it out, maybe that's the most valuable thing you can do for that so student. Instead of showing them the answer, maybe helping them search it out and ask questions through that. Okay. So let's kind of stay with the idea of allowing Gen Z to publish. Uh, when we think about some of the new terminology that we're, we're using, we've heard say it switches, we allow students to wrestle with what mm -hmm. they're hearing. Uh, can you go ahead and kind of dive in and talk about that and why that's important with Gen Z? Yeah, I think it's so important. Uh, so you see throughout Switch, like when, we, when we're focusing on a certain um, theme for the night or, or topic for the night, from the beginning to the end, we're strategically placing in a question that's going to help them maybe wrestle with their identity and wrestle with, with who they are. Um, because here's the, here's the reality is that when students uh, wrestle with something, that they search out something, they actually are more apt to grasp and hold on to that. See, what we know about Gen Z is that when we wrestle, when they wrestle with tension, that they're they're saying that they become experts on things. They like most of Gen Z say, "I'm an expert on something." Why? It's because I've wrestled with it. It's because I've dealt with it. It's because I've searched it out and I've realized like the answer, the truth behind it all. So this is basically what you're saying, and this is how they're growing in their own faith. These are some exactly. of the things that prevents them from one day going, wait, I don't know if I actually believe this, mm -hmm. but they, we provide a safe space for students to wrestle with some things that they may not quite understand. Yep. I mean, for most of the previous generation, a lot of them got to college, became adults, and they said things like, I don't think this faith was ever mine. It was never my own, it was just my parents, something my parents put on me, or my youth pastor put on me, or my switch leader put on me. But now, if we allow students, Gen Z, to wrestle with that, it can be something that they can own and that they can identify with. And even when they move out of our ministries into their own adulthood, they can say, this is something that I own, and it's who I am, it's part of my life, and it's my faith. So most of our leaders obviously are not Gen Z. They're millennials or uh, baby boomers or baby boomers or, or beyond. So help us understand some of the differences so we can better uh, relate or should I say better understand the students that we're leading. Yeah. Just for us to know that Generation Z, as we talked before, they have access to things at a moment's notice. Uh, no generation before them has ever had this, um, but they're able to create and to learn uh, through a piece of tech, if they want in a moment, how to fix their car, create a piece of tech, or discover world religions at any moment and any time. Um, one thing about, Switch, or about Generation Z is that they're driven by fear. But it's not a fear that makes them shrink back. It's a fear that ha uh, wants them, that pushes them to succeed. Uh, Gen Z is not a generation who hides, but is willing to take on and tackle anything. So we know that this is a generation that they're going to push forward uh, and they're going to grow uh, through whatever they're facing at any time. 
So if I am a switch small group leader, kind of explain to me how that works, how that applies to me. Yeah. So I think that if I'm a switch small group leader, some of the things that I'm going to do is I'm not going to make strict certain rules. And this is how my switch group happens every single night. For example, I'm not going to say, keep my phone, keep your phones put away. But in, rather, I'm going to say, this is what we use phones for or, how are, or ask, how are you using your phones in that moment? The other thing is allow your students to do most of the talking, allow them to lead the conversation. I tell switch group leaders a lot of times that maybe you might talk about Fortnite or you might talk about the OU or OSU for the for most of your switch group and that's okay because you're allowing those students to get comfortable in that moment to be publishers and to present what's on their hearts and what's on their minds and when you allow them to do that they're more apt to open up and publish the things that they're really feeling and the things that they're really going through because they know that that's a safe space for them to be who they are and they can trust you. That's good. So what if I'm not a Switch small group leader? What if I'm on the Switch host team or I'm on the Switch ops team or maybe I'm on the Switch experience team? How does this knowledge about Gen Z, how does that help me as a Switch leader? I think so. One of the things that I think for us, no matter where we're serving at Switch, that it helps us to know that we as Switch leaders can impact their lives. And I think a couple of ways we can do that is this. The first way is we can just show up every week because if you know that gen z values relationship even if you're just holding the door or serving snacks behind hospitality know their name get to know them because now you're building that relationship with them so that before they ever go and sit and hear a message before they ever go and sit in a small group they already feel comfortable like this is a place that they belong and where they're and they've built relationships with you and with Switch. Be real as well. Like This is a time where students can, they can see through fake as they always can, but this is a time where even more than ever they can because of the access that they have. So it sounds like a, a couple of things I'm hearing you say here, Jesse, is one is that you provide value to students no matter where you serve. Yep. Right, like you either setting the tone or you're embracing it as a small group leader or also at the same time, to be honest, where you're at. Mm -hmm. So if you struggle with something uh, in your faith, it's okay to admit, like, hey, sometimes I have doubt too. Yep, absolutely. Okay, that's good stuff. That's very helpful stuff. What else would you like to share with us before we wrap up here today about Gen Z? What, what I just would encourage every switch leader is don't let this be something that uh, scares you or puts you off or makes you think like, oh my gosh, where is this world going? But I hope that this would encourage you to know that these students are going to be the best generation, the strongest generation, the wisest generation uh, when you're in investing in them. So know that all the things that we talked about today, if we can help them be publishers, if we can help them build strong relationships, if we can help them feel like this is a safe place for them to grow, there's no telling what they're going to go and do. And it's just an honor that we as Switch get to be a part of building this generation. Well, thank you, Jesse, for being here today and talking to us about uh, Gen Z and helping us give us a better understanding. Uh, we also want to let you know about some other resources that we are helping you provide. Uh, one of those is Access. I know Jesse uses it a lot. Uh, not only do they tell us about Gen Z and better help a better understanding, but they break down specific areas and categories, everything from Drake to Fortnite to, yep. to vaping to beyond that you can have a better understanding. Or even if you're a switch leader talking to a 
parent of one of your students, you can help them have a better understanding of the things that their students are working on. Uh, access to resources are amazing. Uh, hopefully your youth pastor has talked to you about them. If not, feel free, go up, ask, get a better understanding mm -hmm. of what's going on in the lives of students. Again, Jesse, thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for listening to the Swiss Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Thank you.